0: What's up, sports fans? I appreciate you tuning in to the the weekly podcast, although it hasn't been weekly because, uh, you know, obviously Florida State hasn't played a game either of the last two weeks, which has kind of been a bit of a letdown. Um, So, you know, moving forward, this won't be a a, a really long podcast because, quite frankly, there aren't any observations to make other than, uh, you know, I kind of miss college football and covering college football games. As we move forward, though, it's going to be interesting to see, in my opinion, anyway, just what this game looks like on Saturday. You know, NC State's not a great team by any means, but they should be undefeated. You know, they, you know, I know they lost to South Carolina in the opener, but they outgained them by like three hundred yards. Uh, South Carolina rushed for thirty-three yards, uh, had like two hundred, had twelve first downs, two hundred fifty yards total offense. Meanwhile, NC State had over five hundred, but NC State had some bad turnovers, and NC State does what NC State usually does and, and loses uh, inexplicably. Um, to an SEC opponent or just to anyone in the fir- in September, that seems to always happen to them. So anyway, but they're they're a pretty good team, and they have a they have one of the best players in the in the conference, maybe the country offensively in Jalen Samuels. <coughs> so excuse me. So they're not they're not a pushover, and I think Florida State is a good team. And I said this on the last podcast. I think they have a chance to be a, a really good team. In fact but you just don't know with a true freshman quarterback you just don't you you we no we can all assume that he's going to be uh he's going to be fine and he's going to handle it well and Jimbo says he's he's done well in practice and he thinks he's got all the intangibles to be a good quarterback I mean he was playing high school football last year he is a true freshman and he's about to play his first ever game in an you know in an against an ACC opponent that's why obviously Irma's much more important than uh, football games and wins and losses and and a freshman quarterback's confidence, obviously. But man, that would have really helped Florida State if they could have gotten that game played against Louisiana Monroe. The one against Miami, it always kind of made sense to push that one back um, because Miami wasn't going to be able to practice. And I don't know if they've even started practicing yet. Maybe uh, today or yesterday was their first time back at practice. So that would have not been really... Um, you know, even though the weather was fine, obviously, after Irma passed through and, and, and everything, but probably wouldn't have been really fair for Florida State to have a whole week of practice and Miami not be able to practice at all. So it made sense to move that game and the ACC also did. Uh, Miami is solid by moving the originally scheduled Thursday night game against Georgia Tech to that Saturday instead, so Miami would have a full week of prep time as opposed to just five days. So that was nice, but in the end, Florida State really missed out in my opinion um having that Louisiana Monroe game canceled and I understand why they did it. It's a really bad look to play football games when the rest of the state's games have been canceled, and uh the the governor shut down schools so it would be hard to like it would be hard to justify optically to tell your fa- to tell the nation and your fans hey. You know the governor shut down all of schools in the state because this big storm's coming, but we're going to still play football. So I understand why they did it. In hindsight, obviously we don't live our lives in hindsight, but in hindsight, the, the game could have been played. Um, but you can't you can't live like that. You don't want to put anybody in danger. I, my opinion, honestly, um, was I don't know how if how many lives would have been put in danger if they had played that game Saturday at noon. I don't think anybody was driving up from South Florida or the Central Florida to watch Florida State play Louisiana Monroe. I think there would have been 40,000 empty seats, um, and it would have just been locals. Um, But, you know, it would have been a game, and James Blackman would have had a game under his belt. Now he doesn't. And, you know, I hate to put so much pressure on one kid, but that's, you know, the whole season kind of rides with this kid. Y'all watch Clemson on Saturday night. How do you think a true freshman is going to fare against that defense going into that building? He's got to get really good really quickly for Florida State to have a chance in that game, in my opinion, no matter how good the Florida State defense is, because Clemson's going to put up points. Louisville's going to put up points, too. That's just That kid's too good a player for them not to score two, three, four touchdowns against Florida State. Or you know, As long as they, you hold them under nine, uh, which is what they did last year. So Saturday is a losable game. If you would have asked me a month ago and I said, yeah, there's, there's just no chance. NC State's not going to come down here and beat Florida State in Raleigh. That, that, that hasn't happened, I guess, since Mario Williams, Ch- Chuck Amato was there. Uh, it's been a long time, and they usually get blown out. They're not close here. Um, and I, This Florida State defense is so good that they could overwhelm teams. Well, that was when you thought you had a quarterback that knew what he was doing and a quarterback that had proven himself, and had played had played games before. This guy, again, he probably knows what he's doing. You know, Jimbo's a really good quarterback coach, but we don't know for sure. And we don't know how he's going to react to that environment the first time he has to make a third and eight throw where he's actually got to go through reads. You just don't know how he's going to do. <clears throat> and again, I hate to put that kind of pressure on him, but that's kind of where the season is because the defense is going to be really good. But you can't. You can't have a mediocre offense and a great defense and win this conference. You can't do it. You just can't. You're not going to beat Clemson, in my opinion. You're not going to beat Clemson with a mediocre offense. You're just not. Your offense has got to be uh, better than average. And we have no idea. We we, we have no idea about this, this Florida State offense, mainly because we haven't gotten to see it play since Alabama. And Alabama is its own animal. So it, the season is really... It just hasn't done Jimbo Fisher and his staff any favors. I think he put together a roster that has a chance to be a playoff caliber roster. He really did, and I think he thought they had a real chance. <clears throat> oh, jeez. Excuse me, fellas I'm, and ladies. I'm sorry about that. That was pretty rude. You can tell I'm not used to talking. It's been a while since I've even had to talk about football. So I think he put together a roster that he thought had a real chance to be a playoff roster. Maybe even a championship roster. I mean, it... it what he has on defense is good enough to win a championship if the offense can just be pretty good. Uh, maybe even, maybe I had a chance to be even better than pretty good. I am not convinced that a true freshman quarterback is going to give this team a good offense. I just I'm not. There are going to be too many inexplicable mistakes, probably, for them to. Uh, and what, what I think that the. the the difference now that i the way that i view this season the prism i view it through is like i still wasn't you know certainly wasn't convinced that florida state was going to go up to clemson and win even even with deandre Francois at quarterback i mean that's a really hard place to win they look to be a really formidable team again so that wasn't going to be easy <clears throat> and quite frankly i don't know uh, you know deandre's not a great quarterback he he's a good quarterback he's certainly good enough we don't even know if James Blackman is good enough. Again, and it would be really hard to think that a true freshman would be. That just They don't come along that often where a true freshman quarterback can run the show at a program like Florida State. It just does not happen often. Plus, it probably doesn't help that he's 160 pounds and he's 6'5", so we don't know how he's going to handle contact, really getting hit. He hasn't been hit this year at all, obviously, in, in practice, so how is he going to handle the, the wear and tear of getting hit a few times? Is Is he going to be the kind of kid... That gets rid of the ball quickly. Can he see things quickly and get it out of his hand, or is he going to have a little more DeAndre in him, where he where he holds it a little longer? Because if that happens, then yeah, he could get wrecked. I mean, he could get wrecked pretty good. I mean, he's going up against a really good defense um, this weekend, at least a, a good front four for sure, a good front four, front seven. They're they're pretty talented, so uh, it's not going to be easy. And I think the way this season looks now is I thought I thought with the Alabama game, you're already starting off with a loss, and I've thought that since they scheduled it, but. You had a chance at every other game, and you weren't probably you weren't as long as the defense was this defense, you weren't going to lose anything, any games that you shouldn't. You were you were gonna beat the Wake Forest of the world, you're gonna beat the Dukes, you're gonna beat the Syracuses and all that, Boston Colleges. Now I legitimately think every game they play. It's not a toss-up. They should win most of them, obviously, but they have a chance to lose every game they play because you can't predict how a true freshman quarterback is going to handle being behind in the second quarter. How is he going to handle his first interception? Is it going to become three? Is it going to become a a couple interceptions and a fumble? Is he going to be scared to make throws? You don't know until you see it how this kid is going to be. So until we see it, we have no real basis to go on except that true freshmen always struggle in college football. So And Jimbo's never coached one. Jimbo coached one 20 years ago, and the guy quit football two years later to be a baseball player. So Jimbo's never had to have a true freshman starting quarterback. And that's where we where we are, and that's why I think the Louisiana-Monroe game would have been such a big deal for Blackman, just to get his feet wet. They were going to win that game, even if he threw two or three picks, uh, turned it over four times, the offense struggled a little bit. They were going to beat Louisiana-Monroe. If, if he throws two or three picks and the offense struggles... They they can lose every game on their they they can lose to anyone on their schedule, including Wake, including Duke. Those teams aren't pushovers, and those are on the road. I know they're not you know snake pits or anything, but you know you got Snuggy Hill at Wake, but still, th- those are road games. and Florida State's lost at Wake Forest before. I think their defense is good enough, should be good enough to obviously keep them in games and even win some games, but they're not good enough to win every game. The offense will have to come around, and that's what, you know, this Saturday is pretty fascinating, I think. We're going to see Jimbo's had, it's not like he was, throw, Jim Blackman has been thrown into the fire and has been thrust into the starting role has only had three days to prepare. He's had 20-something days to prepare now. So we're going to see how Jim, what Jimbo has done in the last three weeks to get him ready. Because I just can't imagine he's coaching. I know he said it right after the Alabama game that he coaches the same. He doesn't change anything. Nonsense. Of course you change when you have a true freshman quarterback. That doesn't know the whole playbook. You can't throw everything at him and expect him to make uh, game time decisions at full speed. You just can't do it. He's going to make it simple. He's going to keep it simple, at least early on. So we're going to see what Jimbo has put in store. I mean, heck, he could have game planned this for the last two and a half weeks. Once he found out the Miami game was canceled, so he's had a long time to get Blackman ready to make him feel comfortable to call plays to get him comfortable, see what his favorite plays are for this setting, and now we're gonna get to see it and more than anything, man, I'm just excited to see football again uh you know it was cool I got to go up go up and visit my son well you know for for people that don't know i'm I'm a divorced dad uh, and i I spend I go up and see him as much as possible in Atlanta, so I got to do that this weekend. Um, and I do every week. I'm going up there, so it's a it's a lot of miles in the car. But I but I did get to see him play a couple baseball games, which I normally wouldn't get to see because they always play on the weekends and I'm working. So in that regard, it was it was cool to have a couple weekends off, obviously. Um, but man, it's it's time for football. we you know it, it feels like, and I wrote about this last week on NoSports.com. Obviously, I'm sure you read it because you're huge fans of mine then it feels like you're being cheated a little bit. Like we, Everybody else is at this party, at the big party, and we're not. We're having to watch from the sidelines because the team we cover, or in your case, the team you cheer for, um, hasn't gotten to play yet, hasn't gotten to really take part. Alabama game seems like two months ago. So now it's another season opener this Saturday against NC State. And I, I, I really think, I hate to put too much pressure on one game, uh, because teams do get better from, uh, and especially you know Florida State's had such a checkered start here, where you started against Alabama, you get two weeks off, and then you have another two Saturdays off, so you get really twenty days off, and then you get another game uh, against a, a legitimate bowl team. That's not the best way to to start a season, and it's you know you have rust in a season opener. Obviously, you're not supposed to have rust in game in week two, but Florida State will because they've just been off for so long. So, uh, but they also should be healthy, you know, fresh legs, right, baby? So anyway. Um, I, I do think this will be this will be a really telling game as to what Jimbo is going to do with this quarterback and how this offense can move without an experienced signal caller because they 're going to have to do it the rest of the season and if they struggle in this game with what you have down the line. With the Louisvilles and the Miami defensively anyway, and Clemson obviously, and Florida's defense, you're gonna you, you, there's a lot of losses potentially on the table if this offense doesn't look like it's clicking because it didn't click at all in the first game. But obviously that was well that was a different quarterback, but it was also Alabama, which is a different animal. Well, NC State, you're gonna be playing a lot of NC State caliber teams, or at least a few. If you struggle against them at home. Um, maybe win narrowly, or obviously, if you lose, well, then we're, we, you know, we're, this season all of a sudden becomes a, a real question mark. I, I still think this team is really good. The quarterback can't. The quarterback has to be decent. He can't. He doesn't have to be a Heisman winner. He doesn't have to be Francois. He can't be. I, I don't know. Uh, Two thousand four Chris Ricks. He can't be bad. He just can't. Um, he, he has to be. And I can't remember. I think Chris Ricks was bad in 2004. I mean, that's a that's a safe bet, I guess, right? I know he's good in 2001, his first year. So he he has to be good. He can't lose. Otherwise, other words, he can't lose games for his team. He's not counted on to win them, but he can't go and lose them. And if you throw a couple pick sixes or a pick six here and there, and the special teams is still a debacle, your defense can't win you 10 games. It just can't. Yeah, those two things have to get cleaned up a little bit. So anyway... That was long-winded. I appreciate you listening to me. Um, Next week, we'll actually be able to talk about a football game that we all got to watch. Isn't that awesome? The final week of September, we'll get to be talking about football games again. Anyway, I appreciate you listening to me. This is Corey Clark, your favorite columnist slash podcaster. Peace and love.